Welcome to the Divine Connection Podcast. I'm your host, Christina Roche, and together we are walking the path of discovering your true self and the alignment with your soul. Through these conversations, you will experience a deeper level of connection with yourself and the universe, and most importantly, you will trust in your spiritual journey ahead. Let's begin. All right. Welcome everyone to the Divine Connection Podcast. I am so, so excited because today I have a special guest. Her name is Mama T and she is an herbalist practicing intuitive medicine who focuses on reproductive health, emotional health, and education. And I just have to say that I absolutely love this woman. <laughs> she, I've known her for, I don't know, maybe a little less than a year, but like she's just amazing. We've worked together and continue to work together in different ways. And I can't wait to share more about that journey and for you to get to know Mama T. So welcome, Mama T. How are you? Oh, I'm great. And I'm really, really Yay. happy to be here. And Yay. extremely honored to be asked to be a guest. <clears throat> I'm so excited. I mean, like I tell you all the time, I'm like, people need to know who you are. And I just love you so much. And how much you've helped me personally as well on my health journey. And, you know, I'm really excited to bring this conversation to other people because I think that it's something probably, and you can tell me what your experience with this is, but I feel like um, the conversation around herbalism and plant medicine and, and this whole realm that you work with, you know, people know about it, but probably not as much as people should. And so I'm yes. really curious to hear more about your perspectives, your experiences, and all of those things. Now, to get started, I would love to first of all hear about what inspired you to follow this path in the first place? What inspired you to become an herbalist? I say it was a really natural progression, actually. So, I mean, if you want to go into my lineage and everything, my nonno, my Italian grandfather, he was a chemist. Mm. And my nonna, my Italian grandmother, she loved naturopathy before there was really like a word for that. And so mm -hmm. she used to work at like GNC, General Nutrition, back when it was General Nutrition. Oh, wow. With like all the protein powders and all that. So she yep. was always sending me little creams and little things and giving me all these little you know, ideas. And she always said, everything you need is in your kitchen. Mm. So I grew up making like really cute, um, you know, like facial things out of yogurt and lemon and like cornmeal cool. and honey. I did this every single week without fail. I'd make my friends do it. So it was just mm -hmm. like a fun thing for me. I kind of ate it up, but I, what really got me, I'd say was there was some serendipity sprinkled in with the natural progression of, you know, mm -hmm. me just having a general interest, but serendipity was, okay, I'm in college. I could take botany and then I don't have to take chemistry. Mm, <laughs> yes. I love that. Yes. And I had, I had been working for the YWCA in the sex assault treatment program. And I was mm. a educator of sex assault and domestic violence. Mm -hmm. I was great at my job, but I literally stomached all the info. And mm. I grew a stomach ulcer. Wow. So I actually quit because I realized that my health wasn't in an okay place. I didn't have the skill set to, you know, leave work at work. Right. And so right. I happened to then just, I need a little job. So I 
got a job that was available, which happened to be working in the health and beauty part of a natural food store. Wow. Talk about another serendipity right there, I feel like. (laughs) And it was at the same time. So I was taking botany at the same time that I worked there. Oh my God, of course. Found out my boss was a naturopath, started researching everything. And Mm -hmm. a, a customer came in and said, oh, did you know that... I'm going to buy some aloe vera juice. Did you know that it heals ulcers? And I was like, what? No. And she she told me, so I immediately bought it, started drinking it, and I healed myself within months. And I had been suffering for a really long time. Right. And that, when I healed myself, I was like, oh, yeah, this is what I'm going to do. Like, this is is amazing. I was the one at work who always came to my boss with a ton of questions. We had to have our own notebook because of this. I would wow. come, I would, when there, when it was like slow, I would go and I'd pull out all the books and I'd be researching through them and learning as much as I possibly could. Mm-hmm. So it was obvious, like this is where a true passion lies. Right. It's right. very clear, very great. And I'd say that, let's see, I was probably studying for maybe a year or so. And then I happened to be present for a birth. Mm. My friend gave birth and I didn't know that I was actually going to be present for the birth. I thought I was mm-hmm. going to get there and the baby was going to be out. And I got there just in time and she said, I kind of feel like I want to push. And I said, well, then you probably should. And the nurse came and she goes, oh my God. She grabbed me. She said, hold her leg up, hold her hand, have her push, hold her head, do these things. And I was a doula without knowing even what a doula was. Wow. That's amazing. Oh my gosh. It was amazing. And I remember the baby came out and I remember watching the doctor helping to stitch her. She got a little tear. Mm -hmm. And I remember going, I'm not grossed out at all. Like, shouldn't I be shocked or weirded right. out by this situation. I'm like, I'm totally fascinated. This was amazing. And I'm going to do this and I'm going to help women in this way. And I wow. bet there's a way that you could use herbalism, you know, herbology and this together. I bet there's a way to do that. Wow. And then here you are now. Yeah, I am now. You discovered yeah. the way that there really is a way to to bring the two together. That's incredible. I love that so much. It's just so amazing. And it, and it really shows and shines in your work and what you do. You know, I've known you, you know, specifically first through the herbalist part and now also with the birth doula part and supporting me personally with my pregnancy and all of that kind of stuff, which has been such a blessing. And, um, you know, I, I know that a lot of your focus in the work that you do is reproductive health, correct? And of course, pregnancy, postpartum support, all of those kinds of things, which I think is so needed for women, especially when, you know, that, that side of things I feel like isn't talked about as much, you know, it's kind of like, let's do this, do that, and then have the baby and you're done, right? Six weeks later, you're fine. Yeah. Six weeks, you'll be fine. It's not like you just did the hardest thing that the human body can possibly do. It's right. not like that, you know, may have altered your hormones or your mental health in any way. You got, you know, it's not like, it's not like walking is difficult afterwards. Right. Like exactly. Yeah. yeah. No, no, no there's so much <laughs> no. more. So I would love to hear about kind of your experience and perspectives and what are the things that you've, you've really 
kind of, you know, through your work have noticed or come to really understand when it comes to how the medicine of plants supports women through the pregnancy, through postpartum. And then also, you know, beyond that, I know that there's also that emotional piece that you all talk about a lot and support people Mm -hmm. through. So talk to me about how it all intersects. How do the plants support? How does the emotional piece come into play? And, you know, kind of overall and and then I want to you know you know me I want to take it to like that spiritual level too so we'll get there but yeah talk to me about all the things yes so I would say that I really recognized how much the mind affects our reproductive health as women when Mm -hmm. I started volunteering with Shakti Rising so Shakti Rising is an organization that used to have its main house here in San Diego now it's I think California And I mean, they they probably have a lot of houses now, but the main house was here in San Diego and it was a transformational recovery program for women recovering from trauma and addiction, mostly. Mm, They live in this house. It was like this full on apprenticeship program. So I came in, I was asked to come in to run this program called Living Through the Seasons, where I taught them how to cook something seasonally and how to use medicine. Okay. And pretty quickly that evolved into me actually treating all of these women. Mm. So I had a clinic on their campus. Wow. And that's I, amazing. It was really great. And I, I mean, seeing woman after woman, after woman, after woman, and luckily I am very trauma informed from all my mm-hmm. time at the YCA. Gotcha. And I'm, you know, hearing all of these really intense stories and all of them had reproductive health issues. Mm. Every single one. And so I got very firsthand experience on that connection, which is why my slogan is stay happy and stay healthy. Right. Because I really saw that when I would treat, you know, they talk about all their things, you know, maybe somebody couldn't stop bleeding. Okay. Their, their womb was literally grieving for them Mm -hmm. or somebody I would go in and it's like their womb looked really crunchy and like Mm -hmm. toasted. Oh, you're holding all your anger in there because the the uterus holds layers and layers of emotion Mm -hmm. or somebody who wasn't bleeding at all, or they'd have horrible cramps or however it was manifesting for them in this area. I noticed that the more that I would work with their adrenal health, creating emotional toolkits for them, working on, you know, ways to handle anxiety better, because some of them Mm -hmm. had such extreme trauma responses that they would wet themselves. Right. And some of them had such extreme trauma responses that they'd be, you know, uncontrollably crying in a closet for a day, right? These were mm-hmm. really, really extreme. And the more that I would work with them on in this stuff or helping them get off of lithium or whatever it was that we were working mm-hmm. towards, getting off of mm-hmm. that, getting off of these things that they no longer wanted to be on. Some of them mm-hmm. needed to be, some of them didn't want to be. Mm-hmm. Then I would correlate it and their cycles would start improving. Oh my and gosh. I would usually give them herbs for both, honestly, because, you know, I couldn't just do one. But I noticed if I just treated their uterus or just treated their hormones, I wasn't actually getting to the core issue. I was treating the symptom. Mm-hmm. The core was in here, was in them, was right. them needing to find, like I said, emotional toolkits. And this is still a massive part of what I do with right. people is they come to me and they have extreme anxiety or they, they have a, a yearning for a trauma recovery. Mm-hmm. And 
you know, their adrenal health is so shot that it's affected their reproductive and their digestive and their sleep and everything. And so we target this really heavily and the mm. other things just kind of fall right into place. It's beautiful. Right. And you asked specifically, how does the medicine of plants support pregnancy and postpartum? Mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> I'm just going to go into that. Um, what happens when a woman... Right. Let's say that her cycles normalize enough that she's able and normalize isn't the right word. I shouldn't even say that. Balance to a point mm, that she's mm-hmm. able to achieve a pregnancy. Mm-hmm. She's in this great place. It's happened. Yay. Woohoo. She's there. She's really stuck on this baby. What can she do now? I feel like flowers and pregnant women are best friends. <laughs> I They're love that so much. <laughs> yes. Empathetically so, and physically. This is, this is such a good medicine, you know, because the flowers, they really support that transition that happens mm. from maiden to mother, right? Mm-hmm. Because you think about the flower is this bud, just like a budding young woman, and then it mm-hmm. blooms and it blossoms. And you're literally working with the genitalia of the plant. That's what mm. flowers are. They're the sex organs of the plant. Right. Wow. Right? They're, they have transitioned. They have bloomed. They have grown. And so then you also think about the flower holds all of that potential for new life because mm-hmm. it's holding the ovum. It's mm-hmm. holding these things that are about to come. So that's the energetic idea of it. But you can apply those energetics to it being used perfectly physically as well because not only is it right. uplifting and amazing, but they have all these great goodies that are so supportive to mama's body, to the womb itself and to right. the fetus. So wow. I feel like flowers and pregnancy are like, oh, you know, <laughs> a match made in heaven basically is a what it sounds like. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And I, yeah, go ahead. And then I want to add something. Okay. So what's really cool about you saying this about the flowers and, you know, I'm going to add my spiritual element into this is that I often talk about, you know, like flowers also come through in my spiritual work as a symbolism to exactly like similar to what you just said of us, you know, starting from the seed and having all this potential inside of us having the right nurturing environment around us, right? To grow into this beautiful flower. And, but also, you know, as an analogy that you can't rush the blooming, the blossoming process, right? But that when you allow it to happen naturally the way it's meant to, it's going to be the most beautiful, magnificent expression of what that flower is meant to be, you know, AKA who we are meant to be. And I just love how this comes together, you know, specifically in this conversation with regards to um, motherhood and pregnancy and to postpartum and all of that and how, you know, knowing then that not, it's not just an analogy, it's not just an energetic thing, but literally we can physically work with the flower to support the body. And I think it's just so beautiful and just so, I mean, honestly, kind of mind-blowing to, to think how perfectly was this all designed by the creator, you know, to have it in such a way and to be able to relate on it to so many different levels. You know what I mean? And I just, yeah. I just love this. So good. When I look, I mean, with what you just said, when I look at a woman's body and female anatomy, and when I was doing my doula training, and I was looking at how everything went together. I went, mm-hmm. we are perfect. 
We are yes. divine. <laughs> we are designed perfectly. We are designed literally this, this organ that we create, the placenta, we build mm -hmm. this organ to house our babies. And then the baby comes out mm -hmm. and it's umbilical cord is the exact length for the placenta to still be attached to our womb inside and for the baby to be able to reach our nipple mm. to breastfeed. It's wow. exactly the length. It's amazing, right? So perfectly designed. So perfectly designed, whether you want to look at it scientifically or not, and you will produce as a mother the exact kind of breast milk that this mm. baby mm. needs. If they're premature, you develop a different type of breast milk mm. than if they come up later. I mean, it's just so spectacular how this yeah. all fits together and then i look at you know my my botanical mind mm -hmm. and all of my studies that i did in learning plant anatomy mm. and even that as well is perfect wow i remember doing it to get esoteric with you i remember doing a, a really great meditation once mm -hmm. and i was on this really cool journey and you know the guides were doing all their cool stuff that they do mm -hmm. and they were showing me plants and now I teach this now, right? When I teach herbology, mm -hmm. I talk about, okay, the way that the plants, you know, nutrients within the plant, how it gets from place to place and the water comes down, and the, you know, or the water goes up and the nutrients come down, da, da, da. How does right. it get there? It's called burger pressure. It's this pressure okay. that pushes it. Well, in my beautiful meditation that I had, they were showing me this process of mm -hmm. turgor pressure that pushes everything. And I said, so what makes that happen? And they said, love. That's what makes this happen. Yes. Oh, <laughs> yes. I just love that. That's the truth. Love yeah. is what creates all of this. Yep. Everything. All all aspects of this. All pieces and parts Everything. of nature. It's all love. That's why it is the highest vibrating thing in existence is love. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> and, and it's so funny because, I mean, I've read too about how you know, you can have a plant, like you'll have two plants, like those experiments where, you know, one, you, you know, give it love, you say loving things to it, yes. you, you know, uh, water it, like literally water, but like that's been surrounded by love or whatever, versus yes. another plant that's been exposed to like anger and fear and mm -hmm. just like this lower frequency and how yeah. one, the, the one, the first one is going to thrive and then the other one will not. Right. Right. And just like people. Yeah. Yeah. It's just <laughs> right. amazing to see like that plants are aren't just, oh, that's just a little plant there. There's so much oh, wow. more to it. Right. And it's they just amazing. You, mm -hmm. I mean, there are studies out there where people hooked up those, whatever, those like lie detector things to plants. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They learn all sorts of things about them that they actually wow. feel fear. And, wow. and, and I mean, they really, they have personalities. There's so much about them yeah. similar to so much about us, which is partly why I do, you know, a lot of the work that I do where I do intuitive medicine with plants yes. and people. Yes. And that's such a perfect segue because I was just thinking about how I wanted to ask you because I've, I've observed you work in this way, which I think is so fascinating and so amazing where you will say, you know, like your body is asking for this. And then I know that, you know, you have your way of in intuitively communicating or however it is with the plant. And so I want you to kind of describe or walk us through that process of how, you know, like, let's say you're sitting down with a client and giving them whatever recommendations or how does that work for you? Because I know just being on the receiving end of that, I'm like, 
dang, this girl's amazing. Like, this is so cool to be, <laughs> to just witness you and how you communicate and how you bring that forward where it's specific. To me, it sounds like it's specific to the person that you're you're with, right? So let's say, for example, yes. you have two people who come with the same symptoms, but for one, oh, you might recommend this and the other one, you're going to recommend something totally different, even though they have the same yes. symptoms, correct? Okay. Absolutely. How does that work for you? Please enlighten us. <laughs> yes. I would say, hmm, okay, I got to think about this for a second. I'd say that I always have the ability to really seamlessly connect in with nature. Mm. As a kid, I didn't have the best of childhoods as most of us have, mm -hmm. and I would find refuge in nature. Mm. So I always had that to me. I always had that habit. And honestly, mm -hmm. I never outgrew it. So even mm. as an adult, or sorrow or grief or whatever was going on, I would go and find refuge in nature, mm -hmm. literally making friends with plants, trails, mountains, you know, whatever right. I could find, streams, I would just find that that comfort. Yeah. And after a, a while, I noticed, especially where I'm from on the island of Kauai, I would hike barefoot. So I was very mm -hmm. connected. In land. Mm -hmm. And I would be by myself. No one's around. So there's not a lot of people there. Right. And I started hearing messages. Mm. And I'm getting chills as you're talking, by the way, just so you know. Like, <laughs> this is amazing. Okay. Sorry. Keep going. This is amazing for me, too. Yeah. I would get messages. I would get visions. I would hear words. Or I would hear guidance. And I just went with it. It was like, okay, cool. I mean, I always knew that I lived in a really magical mm -hmm. place. I always mm -hmm. was very open to spirituality. And... Mm -hmm. In practicing hula, a lot of people don't know that hula is literally a worship of the plants. Oh, you wow. are dancing for the plants. You are wearing the plants on your wrists, on your head, on your, mm. you know, on your hips, on your ankles. You are becoming the forest wow. when you are hula. Because you're not That's necessarily so dancing cool. hula. You are hula. You become hula. You practice hula. And oh my gosh, you are literally dancing for this plant, for this place. And every single plant has a god or goddess associated to it. Okay. Right? It is wow. a literal representation of the divine. That's what mm -hmm. these plants are. So they have their own personalities that, you know, go mm -hmm. with these gods or goddesses. So already having this knowledge, I know that when, for example, Palapalai Fern would start, you know, trying to get my attention, I'd be like, oh, that's connected to the goddess Hi'iaka. She mm. must have something that she wants to say to me. And wow. she must have you know, something going on that she needs to share. So I would kind of ground in and, and hear what she needed to say. Mm -hmm. And from this, just all this work that I have done, hands-on with plants, being mm -hmm. an herbalist in my studies, and I would package herbs literally all day long at one of my jobs. Right. I was so immersed in it that they would start talking. They would whisper mm. people's names. Again, I would get that clear. You have a personality and this is what it is. Wow. And then I'd see a person and I'd see their personality. And let's just say earlier, right, you were coughing a little bit. Let's just mm -hmm. say that, okay, I'm treating you with a cough. Mm -hmm. Well, there's these all these herbs that I could offer you for a cough. These are all right. the respiratory herbs. Right. So I'm going to run it past your body like a Rolodex. Mm -hmm. It's going. It's going. Mm -hmm. And when the one that seems like, mm, this is the one that's the most Christina. Mm. Like, I know your personality. I know you're going to hate that one. You guys are not going to get along. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's 
one you can maybe get along with. This one you might want to marry and, you know, introduce mm. to your mother. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I see that more with my brain, but with the, with the Rolodex, it will go, go, go. And then it goes ding when it's the right one. Wow. It just dings. It fits like a puzzle piece. That's Same with so when cool. I hear the right words. I go, well, this is what's going on. Is it this? Is it this? No, it's this word, you know, that you mm. need to hear. It's that this is you are deserving of such and such. Not, oh, you want this or you're worthy of this. You are deserving. And when I say right. the right word, I lock and key. Right. It just Same. clicks and it lands so deeply for people. And then they're, they like, yeah, yeah. It's kind of, I can feel that like, heart opening, total receiving and totally sinking in into whatever, you know, the conversation is about, but I feel that it's amazing. Absolutely. Oh my gosh. Yes. I love that so, so much. That's like part of it. I, I mean, there's so much to it where <clears throat> I see, I see things play out on, you know, in my mind's eye, I get mm -hmm. visions, I get words. I have, you know, your body would say something to me and I listen to it with what it's asking for. And I always have a back and forth dialogue. Is this what mm. you meant? Yes, no. I always double, triple check to make sure that what I'm getting is correct. Right. And I'd say that when I always did this, but it's like that muscle, right? That the more you do mm -hmm. it, the stronger it gets and the more you strengthen it and the better you get at it. Yep. And when I went to do theta training, they, I mm -hmm. learned theta healing. I did all these trainings. I did the, the basic and then the advanced. Mm -hmm. That gave me a discipline for what I was doing. Gotcha. That's when I realized, oh, I must have been doing theta this whole time, which right. is a brainwave when you are sleeping or dreaming. And it's kind of where you can go in and it's like your body will literally talk to me. You know, your mm -hmm. lungs might say, I'm a little bit uncomfortable or, you know, this baby's hard or whatever yeah. your lungs may want to say. I'm actually still sad about, you know, when a lot of people lungs is grief. So it's like when somebody died or a breakup that right. happened or some kind of okay. loss. Mm -hmm. And I can, I can hear that through theta. I can hear a core belief that somebody might have that might be limiting their ability mm -hmm. to get healthier. Maybe right. they don't feel that they're worthy of health. Maybe they don't feel that their voice is worthy. And so then everything is hitting their throat and they, you know, they have just these right. really bad sore throats all the time, or, you know, they're scratchy all the time. They can't have mm -hmm. a full voice or they feel mm -hmm. tight, whatever it could be. Theta gave me that ability to kind of take everything I was doing and put it in order so I could be mm. better at what I was giving to Wow. That is absolutely incredible. I, I literally like it to me, one of the most beautiful things about what you're saying right now is just how you've come into this place of taking this and this and this, and you know, the, the herbal herbalist knowledge and the emotional piece and the theta, and you're putting it together in such a way that is basically to me, it feels like your unique art in a way, you know what I mean? Like this unique art, this unique expression of you, of who you are, and then bringing that to people to support them in these specific ways. And it's like, you know, you, I feel like you could explain and, and try to teach someone all day long, but this is your, this is your thing. This is your art. This is your medicine. And it's just so amazing and so wonderful to hear about it and to kind of have this, uh, how do I say this? Like more in-depth insight into all of this because I've been learning so much just from this conversation. So 
I appreciate you so much sharing all of this, you know? Thank you. Yeah. I, I always realized that nature and plants was kind of my way of connecting in with divinity. It was mm-hmm. my way of connecting with the magic of the universe. That's where I would get yeah. my messages. Yep. Just, I'm, you know, I'm earth-based. Yeah. And absolutely. It's just the way that I am. Right. And yes, mm-hmm. finding my own way of practicing what I do of my own art and then honing it and then saying, yes, this is what I do and being honest about it. Cause for a long yeah. time, I wouldn't tell people that I was using my intuition. I wouldn't tell right. people what I was really doing. I would say, oh, this is just my brain telling you right. these things. This is just all my knowledge. <laughs> like a smart choice but really it's people get my brain and they get my magic they get both yeah. always and yes. some people only want me for my magic and some people only want me for my brain <laughs> they, they know they're getting it all yeah you're, you're the full package <laughs> <laughs> yes and I really love what you said about you know taking I took from all of these different experiences that I had and I put it all together to create my way Mm-hmm. And what I would always tell my students when they were in my cert- certification program to become herbalists themselves, mm-hmm. I would always tell them, I love that you're learning from me. I love my way of doing things. Please go and learn from at least five to 10 other people mm-hmm. because you know your way mm-hmm. and you need to take what you like from everybody and mm-hmm. create your own style. Like, yes. I love my style. I'm glad you love my style, but you yes. should also create style and who you mm-hmm. are. Mm-hmm. You have a saying that you don't learn everything from the first school. Mm, that's so true. true. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. And it's so funny because literally what you just said is exactly like, it's like a total reflection of what I often share with my students too. And in the people who take my courses or certification programs or whatever regarding healing work and channeling and, and that sort of thing, I'm, I'm like, this is the framework and a guideline for you, but it's not necessarily the way for you. You find your way to do this work and be a healer and, you know, bring forward channeled messages and all of that kind of stuff, because we're all meant to be so uniquely expressed. And I feel like when we, when we really land on that and, and allow our, again, I like to call it our art to form, it really is felt, you know, like I've told you a million times and I'm going to tell everyone here as well that I really felt that so much from the first time that I met you. I was like, I love this woman, like Mama T, there's <laughs> something about her. She is magical. She is amazing. And, you know, the the work that we've done together has really supported me. And I really felt that um, shift within myself, you know, and, and I'm just so grateful for that. And I think that's really felt it's something that, you know, not necessarily we can ever put into words exactly because there's so much more beyond the words, but we can try to explain it in words. I'm trying to explain it here right now, but (laughs) hopefully people really feel that, you know what I mean? And I, and I think that just listening to your story and your conversations and your wisdom and all of the things people really feel that. And, you know, it's just amazing. So thank you. Yes. Well, I'm happy to hear that. The goal is for everybody to feel better. Cause when you feel better, then we're kinder to each other. Yes. We get along absolutely. so much better. Yes, <laughs> we do. And I, and I also think that seeing someone as an individual is so important mm-hmm. and so much. If you look at just calling it medicine today, whether mm-hmm. it's even, 
you know, even psychologists, even psychological medicine, or whether it's physical medicine, so much of it is, mm -hmm. oh, you have this thing, this is the remedy for that thing. Right. But I'm not looking at the thing, I'm looking at you. Mm. What does Christina, who is Christina? What's mm -hmm. going on in her life? How can I individualize this to her? Her body only likes X, Y, Z, or her mm -hmm. body really doesn't like this thing or loves this thing, or you resonate so strongly with such and such. So therefore this, probably this form of medicine will even right. do the best for you. So it's finding and treating who is this individual and how do we personalize your remedies? And sometimes mm. remedies don't even include herbs. They don't even include supplements at all. Right. Sometimes the medicine is you just need to get some more sunlight. Sometimes mm. the medicine is or right. Sometimes the yes. <laughs> yes. totally just be, you know, I really recommend that you work on your art more or mm -hmm. let's find a way to re-enliven and have you embody your divine sexuality. And then that's going to then you're going to feel more comfortable in your own body. Let's mm -hmm. get you having a better relationship with your own body and your own self. Right. right. So the supplements are there to supplement the other right. things that you are doing. Yes. Right? The yes. real work is who are you? What are you doing? How can you be the best you this whole mm -hmm. time? Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> like, I feel like this is a mic drop moment right here. So <laughs> thank you. <laughs> it's so good. And so this, like what you're saying right now, these are all the different ways in which you work with people, correct? Like you Absolutely. work with them, not just being like, okay, this is the herbs or the supplements or whatever. But also right. this piece that you just shared right here and really mm -hmm. understanding someone on an individual level and then going beyond just, you know, this is what I think or what yes. the herbs are saying. This is also, you know, the sunlight and this emotional piece or that piece all kind of coming in together. Correct? 100%. Yes. Yeah. That's amazing. And sometimes the herbs are there not even to do anything physically. It's their spiritual properties. They're being asked mm -hmm. to come forward. They're magical whatever you want to call it. Yeah. To come forward. It's not just Hawaiian plants that represent gods or goddesses. This goes everywhere. Okay. I mean, this wow. is, we have plants that are named after Greek gods and goddesses. Mm. Right? We have ones that are literally their scientific names are Artemisia for Artemis, or we have Achillea for Achilles, right? We have these. That is so cool. What? <laughs> so cool. Oh my God. But when you learn herbology with me, you learn a lot of mythology as well. Mm, <laughs> right? That is Tom's wart. Yes, it is amazing. And it is wonderful. So I mean, not mm -hmm. just to say God's goddess is also saints, right? St. John's wart, you're calling into St. John and what he right. had to offer in his energy. Or, you know, there's certain herbs that relate perfectly to Mother Mary. And so mm -hmm. you're bringing in all of her essence with this plant mm -hmm. as well. And not wow. to say that you know, that's all it, oh yeah, that hit you. <laughs> yeah, that hit me. I was like, okay, that's we need to have a best. conversation. Yes. <laughs> she's, she's your girl. She's definitely, yes. her, her plants that are associated with her would be ones for you. Definitely. Oh my gosh. But okay. I mean, not to say that I don't, that the plants don't work on a physical level. I have witnessed firsthand, like postpartum, mm -hmm. I have witnessed giving herbal remedies and watching them restore a woman back to balance whether it's putting a salve on her and it's healing where she actually doesn't need stitches or, right. you know, something that she takes internally that helps reroute her hormones or her womb space and restores that, or, 
something to help with, you know, postpartum depression and anxiety to Mm -hmm. help bring her back to a more balanced state so she can feel more Mm -hmm. capable and better about herself and able, you know, to take on the intense role of motherhood. Right. Right. Just as another example, I I mean, I watch the plants work on a physical level, but I, Mm -hmm. I think that more of, of their essence Right. It goes way beyond the physical. Oh yeah. Oh, absolutely. It's that, that holistic, like, yes, they can physically support you because of, you know, doing this within your body or whatever the function actual like functionality Mm -hmm. is. But then there's also that piece, like you mentioned of their energetic component and how they support you energetically. And I think that is one of the coolest things ever. Like it's just so cool. I feel like I could talk to you about this all day long because I'm so fascinated by this conversation and also just how much there is behind just, well, this plant is good for, you know, this thing. And it, but there's oh, actually so much more to that, you know, it's, oh, yeah. it's just incredible. <laughs> it's so cool. If that's so what someone's looking for, you should take my classes. Yes. I always get the spirit of the floor and magic of it. I can't. Uh, I Right, right. That's what makes it. Yeah, yeah. That's what really is is the I think the foundation behind it is that there's the the spiritual, the energetic, and then of course how they physically support us as well. Um, yeah. So okay, I know that there is so much in terms of tools, in terms of practices, in terms of things you know that really support mm-hmm. someone in their well being. But if there was one core tool or practice or guidance or however you know, however you would, you would call it, what would you recommend for someone? And I know that's being very general because we just talked about being, you know, looking at people as an individual, but what would you say is maybe a common thread or a common theme that you have, you know, witnessed or recommended over your, you know, through your practice and through your work that you commonly see that supports people or that is very supportive for people in their well-being, you know, and especially maybe during this time when maybe we're, a lot of us are on, you know, on our phones or on our computers or stressed out because of X, Y, Z, you know, what would you say, what comes through for you when I ask you that question? So the core practice that I would recommend for greater well-being, self-love, mm. self-compassion, mm. self-acceptance, and mm-hmm. especially believing in Without these that. things in place, you're just playing catch up. Mm-hmm. And that is absolutely a huge part um, <clears throat> of what I do. I used to call myself a self-esteem activist. Mm, wow. I love <laughs> that. We, yeah. we need to cultivate our own ability to love and accept ourselves, to be our mm-hmm. own hero, to be our own indelible best friend, mm-hmm. and to be our best cheerleader, to absolutely yes. believe in ourselves. Oh my gosh. I have nothing else to say. Mic drop once again (laughs) and we're done here. Okay, everyone. (laughs) Yes. Uh, I love that. Thank you so much for bringing that in and tying it all together with that piece. Because I think ultimately at the end of the day, it doesn't matter what herbs you're taking, what supplements you have, what things you're doing. If that self-love piece is not there, it's like the thread that ties everything together. I feel like that's what I'm seeing right now as we're saying this, it's, it, it ties everything together and really anchors all of that in through that self-love piece. So yes. And there that. are herbs to help you love yourself. 
Yes. <laughs> that's actually, oh, that's perfect. Yeah. Perfect. It all, it all fits together. Oh, that's so it all great. It's together. Just yes. like the whole world. We all yep. fit together. We're all here to help each other. Yes. Uh, well, thank you so much for this beautiful conversation today. I, like I said at the beginning, I just absolutely appreciate you and love you so much. And this work that you bring into the world, how you've supported me personally through, you know, this time. And I want to hear from you if people want to connect more with you, learn from you, you know, et cetera, where can they find you? What is the best place to connect with you and find you? Well, I have a website. So it's mm -hmm. www.mamatea.love and mama okay. is M-A-M-M-A-T-I. Mama T, because I'm Italian. Mama T. Love love. That's probably your best bet to get as much information. If you want to see me in action, making salves, making herbs, making things and doing all the cool stuff that I do with little blibs, I do that on Instagram and mm -hmm. I'm at Mama T, spelled the same way, M-A-M-M-A-T-I. Perfect. That's super easy. Yeah, and yeah, I just love how, how simple it is, how easy it is. Mama T, that's like literally, you know, like the way that I've always been like, Mama T, Mama T. It's just so, it just like <laughs> rolls off your tongue and you're like, yes, Mama <laughs> T. Um, and we'll have all the links for um, how you can contact Mama T, how, her website and Instagram in the show notes below. So go check that out. Go connect with her. Let us know in the comments below, you know, what was the key takeaway for you from this conversation? What did you love most? Share your love with Mama T because we all just love her so much. <laughs> and um, again, thank you so much for being here today. I appreciate you. Thank you. You're incredible. You're amazing. Awesome. All right, everyone. Thank you for listening in. As always, I am sending you so much love and angel blessings, and I will see you in the next episode. Bye. Thank you once again for tuning in. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a review. And if you want to learn more about the Divine Connection podcast, you can go to christinaaroche.com forward slash podcast and learn about how you can be featured on the show.